We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Clay Link here with Todd Zola of Rotowire and Masters Ball. It is the two start pitcher pod, grading all of next week's two start options on a zero to five scale. Uh, tax day, Monday. So definitely get your taxes done if you haven't yet. Uh, Jared Kelnick debut, Logan Gilbert. Did you get to catch any of that, Todd? Yeah, I did. Um, Speaking of catches, what was uh, what was John, what was Naylor doing making that catch in the outfield? Oh, he ruined it! Yeah, what a buzzkill! Yeah, no, I saw it. First and pitch, first pitch. Yeah, uh, Kalanick looked fine. Obviously, he didn't didn't get a hit, but he, he looked fine. Uh, Gilbert, you know, Had a couple he, loud outs, I'd say. Yeah, no, for sure. And he you know handled himself in the field. It was it was fine. I don't think they'll send him down after one over. But Gilbert, no. Gilbert, I mean. All I did was number scout. I've never seen him work. And, you know, working off the fastball with three-plus secondaries and the key being his uh, command and control, it looked like he just didn't have the command and control last night that, he, he, you know, locating pretty much middle-middle with the fastball and he was getting rocked. So I think once he gets, you know, over the – you know, well, the other option is when you when, when you debut, you, you're all over the place. Mm. So I, I think he kind of went too much to the other end, right? Uh, too much throwing strikes. I think once he gets comfortable, perhaps as early as his next start, we'll see what all the fuss is about. Yeah, he hung one breaker, I know, right over the plate yeah. to Fran Mil Reyes, who capitalized. And yeah, the the fastball, you know, 94, 95 did look pretty straight and center cut most of the time, but I thought overall he looked okay. Uh, doesn't really have the look of a star player. Uh, yeah. But I still think he's a nice pickup this weekend, and maybe that outing kind of tampers tempers expectations a little bit, keeps the price down in free agency. But I still think he probably goes triple digits this weekend. Yeah, I think you can you control F. Dallin Lynch, control replace uh, uh, Logan Gilbert because Lynch certainly, yeah, Lynch <laughs> Lynch's uh, you know triple digit bids have dwindled. I would say no. He should probably be dropped. Honestly, I'm yeah. gonna probably be dropping him in the. I held on in Tower Wars head to head just because how generally favorable you know any starter is in that league. Yeah, yeah. Probably be having to cut him. Uh, that's all right though. I still think yeah, it'll be pretty. You know, not Daniel Lynch, but Logan Gilbert will be a, a decent ad. I just don't know, especially with how many good pitchers there are, if he's really gonna be. 
like a big needle mover. Who would you rather have, McClanahan or Gilbert? Rest of the way, I'm putting you on the spot. I know. Rest of the way. Um, oh, I love McClanahan. They did let him go. I think 80 pitches his last time. Yeah, I, the way Tampa uses their pitches, pitchers. I'm going to probably go Gilbert, but mm. you know, you said rest of the way. You know, dynasty league, even in a keeper league, it'd be McClanahan. I'm trying to make a distinction there. I was actually thinking uh, I don't play in enough dynasty leagues to know if the mentality is the same as this time to try to get Daniel Lynch in a true dynasty league. I don't, I doubt it just because, I mean, people playing dynasty leagues are smarter than to realize a couple outings at the beginning of a career aren't going to dampen the rest of the career. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. maybe in keeper leagues, if the, if someone has Daniel Lynch and they're trying to compete, then you might in a keeper league you might be able to get Lynch from that from that manager. And if you're if you're in a rebuilding mode, the difference being a keeper league, a lot of turnover of players. You know you can win lose win lose. Where dynasty league, you try to build up a base to win for several years. So I, I think this it, it, you know it may be a speed that a team competing. Drafted Lynch in their minor leaguers, and maybe they'll now be maybe you know I'm going to hold on to him because he can help me this year. Maybe now they're a little shy about that. You can get Lynch in a keeper league. Yeah, that's not a bad idea because it can't get any worse for yeah. Young, <laughs> but young. right, and, he's and, got a bright future ahead of him. Yeah, he's yeah still a, a well-regarded good prospect in the major leagues. Yeah, uh, that was nice of the Reds to get blown out early. Although they nearly came <laughs> back with an eight-run eighth inning, they briefly made well, it close again. Well, the key was getting Chi-Chi Gonzalez out of the game. Yeah. Oh, man. Luis Castillo. I only have Luis Castillo in one league, but I think you have to be red panic mode at this point. Well, yeah, a little little precursor. This week's tout table is on pitchers that are overperforming and which is likely to continue strongly and which is most likely to fade. And I actually wrote this week Z-Files on the, on the five pitches I asked about. Next week, I'm going to pick five underperformers and which one is most likely to rebound to, to true, well, to expected form and which is most likely to stay in the doldrums. They almost said scuffle. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, next week at the quarter poll, which pitcher is most likely to scuffle? There we go. In, 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 I noticed that whenever that MLB. gets said, people like are tagging us now on Twitter. Yeah, in the MLB, um, which pitcher at the quarter oh, pole will the scuffle? MLB. There we go. Let's just put them. Let's put them all in there. Yeah, the MLB is pretty wild. By the way, we are sponsored now by WinBet. Yeah, got to mention that at the very top, but I got it in. It is early on this Friday morning. I'm not a much of a morning person, <laughs> but that was kind of the Reds that get blown out early, so that I could switch over to the uh, Mariners game. And I did get to catch all that. And I'll be talking with James Anderson here shortly on Farm Friday about Kelnick's uh, debut. And and along with uh, Logan Gilbert, more on the way. It was, it was a pretty quiet week this week on the fab front in the stake league. Top pickup was Andy Young. Uh, yeah. I didn't really know how what he was doing, but apparently he's doing stuff. Uh, O'Double Herrera, John Lester, Charlie Culberson, pretty quiet. Uh, Ryan Zimmerman, and you know, I said this with Daniel Lynch. <laughs> Funny how that worked out. That you know, that was an example of always put your bids in. Uh, don't miss a week because keep them honest bids can sometimes, you know, surprisingly at a high rate go through. And that's what happened with Trevor Larnick. He's behind all these names I already mentioned: Andy Young, Oduble Herrera, Culberson, Ryan Zimmerman on the hitting side. Then I got Larnick for two. I did not expect that. I I know he hasn't done a whole lot yet, but I still think there's a nice little window here for Trevor Larnick to play. Yeah, well, you mentioned Andrew Young. All he, he only has four hits in the year. That's all, just four. Um, but they've all like left the yard. So, <laughs> Was he? Yeah, he's, he have he's, four homers. Yeah, he's four for thirteen with wow. four homers. So yeah, he's, uh, I didn't even. Yeah. I, I, is he playing much? I. Um, he, he started, was just like kind of a util. Yeah, he made a start yesterday. But it looks like that was his first start. Yeah, and he in the in the bum didn't hit a home since run. April fifteenth. Right, and the bum struck out twice. Yeah, he's a wasn't he a throw not a throw in but wasn't he a uh, included in one of the one of the big Arizona deals? I don't remember exactly Sounds which one. Right. Uh, but he's he's, he's twenty seven, so I'm not sure he, he's a quad A player yet. 
But Cattell Marte is due back soon. So he was in the Goldschmidt deal. Okay. Yep. There we go. So uh, Young, you know, been pinch hitting. You know, it was just I, you know the, the when people sort by home runs and they see hit two or three that week, yeah. they just put in a bid and they maybe don't think as much about how much he's going to play. So you know, it, it's a nice player, but I don't know that I would have put a bid in, you know on him even in the stake league. But um, who's to say? Yeah, people probably are pretty desperate for hitting, and hitting is pretty hard to find right now in a lot of leagues. I find myself, you know, I, I plugged in Kelnick for the full week just because I had lost like. Yelich, Springer, and Jerickson Profar in uh, TGF. Yeah. Guys, I just, you know, hitting is pretty light right now across the league. And the thing about it, and I, I do daily notes for ESPN, and, and what we do is we look for players that are uh, on available in at least 50% of all ESPN leagues. And it's just human nature to look for someone who's hitting well to recommend, even though slumps are unpredictable, they can be yeah. snapped or started at any point in the matchups better, but just eyeballing the play. There's usually more players performing at a decent clip, but the problem now this season is everybody that's available and this would go towards, you know, free agency too. They just, they're not playing well, right? Mm -hmm. They don't, it's, it's even though, you know, in your head, maybe some people don't know, but if you know in your head that, 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 that streaks are unpredictable. You should you should you should just focus on the matchups and the history, etc. It's still tough to pick up someone who hit 188 the previous seven games. You know, you just mm. it's tough to do. So anyway, yeah, and that seems like a lot of what I see in the waiver wire. Oh, exactly. That, that's that's you know, sorting there. like exactly. oh, bunch of RBIs or yeah, whatever, bunch of hits over the past two weeks. But oh, he's he's among the lead leaders in hits over the past two weeks. Are available free agent leaders in hits, and he's mm-hmm. batting 222 over the last. Two weeks. But yeah, it's just how it goes. I I do kind of like Larnick. I actually was hoping that somebody like in my head I added that somebody would go higher than two on Larnick and I would maybe get Brandon Marsh for a buck. That was kind of my the guy I had in mind as the backup. because uh, I have gone a little stash heavy in this, but look, I had Logan Gilbert stash, I have Alec Manoa stashed, and these guys are making a difference. So I don't feel so guilty about well, I don't know yet if <laughs> Gilbert or Manoa will be making a difference, but um, yeah, I uh, I don't think stashing in the sixteen team league is not is that bad because there aren't a lot of difference makers on the wire. So, right, um, I'm fine playing the waiting game for a potential difference maker. By the way, a guy I have in that league, the stake league, who in that Seattle Cleveland game last night, I started to get pretty worried about Emmanuel Classe. Did you see how that ended where he was just, he got two outs right away. Then he couldn't find the strike zone. He got pulled from a save situation. Yeah. It looked like you got the, uh, the Rick Ankiel yips all of a sudden. Yeah. And it, it was, the body language. Completely. Yeah. And that, when he was taken out of the game, I mean, he, he, you know, he wasn't mad. He was more mad at himself. Right. But you can mm-hmm. tell it was just weird. You're right. And, and, and they brought in Brian Shaw who, you know, <laughs> like a lot of relievers do, did not have success in Colorado, but came back to uh, came back to Cleveland and mm. and then got the last out or double play. I think if if, if from the maybe maybe no just no it was a, it was a ground up the middle. Yeah, it was a yeah, ground it was ball. just well, he just needed that one more out. Right, right, ground ball. Because I got I, the first two pretty easy, but yeah, in the walks he uh, he really hadn't struggled a whole lot with the walks previous, right? I mean, he walked. Uh, three and he only got seven on the year so he only had four coming in which is you know obviously not a whole lot so yeah i just by the way with uh brandon marsh i saw he homered in his triple a debut last night his first game so with uh holes out of the picture i could see marsh maybe maybe uh their other top prospect too it's escape joe adele joe adele a watch for both of them right now sure I just completely whiffed on that, but yeah, it is. Well, I think we could see one or both, maybe. Well, it's well, Joe Adele completely whiffed last year, so it's it's understandable. <laughs> yeah, Joe Adele looks like he's fallen on James's list, or maybe he's graduated already. Well, uh, I mean, maybe. Oh, yeah, because there were weird rules where last yeah, year the prospect eligibility rules changed. Yeah, yeah, right in That's September. Right. Yeah, Martin Perez, by the way, picked up for two. Jose Rojas has been playing a little bit, but it sounds like uh, sounds like Anthony Rendon could be back today. 
It's kind of that nice. would be nice. That would be nice. Mm, it's pretty darn nice. The opposite of what uh, we've been hearing as far as injuries go in general. True, true. And then uh, one other guy who was stashed was Jaron Duran of your Red Sox. Oh, Tony Gonsolin. That's a good pickup. Zero dollar Tony Gonsolin. That's a good one. Mid-Sinema. I know in the NFBC, people have been paying up for him. Yeah. Now, you don't have to start the man right away in the stake league, right? You can sit on No, him, no. You can sit on is, That's a great pickup, obviously. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, dare you know, who knows what's going to happen, as you suggested earlier. But dare I say that's a steal? I think so, too. Yeah. I, I, again, I have, like, Manoa and Gilbert on my bench. So I just I wasn't really in the mix, but I should have right. uh, Absolutely. Had, a, yeah. had an eye out for Tony Gonson because I think he'll be pretty popular. Uh, Duran, I don't know if he's really a stash, but uh, in this league, 16 team mix again, I the waiver wire is so thin with decent options that if you can wait uh, a little bit, I do kind of get the appeal. Uh, Willie Adamas, of course, or not Willie Adamas, Wander Franco, long gone in this league. I do expect to see him up pretty soon, but I it's hard to tell with the Rays, but. Even on MLB.com, I saw an article where it was like, Kelnick up, who's next? And Franco was the uh, dominantly featured prospect there. So I do expect to see him pretty soon. It's, he's kind of kicking the door in, but so is Vidal Brujan. So. Yeah, Brujan. Uh, a lot of guys. Yeah. 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 Adamus is a better player than he's displaying, but he's not making a case for keeping Franco on the farm. Yeah. That's so true. Anybody else on your mind like that you're you're eyeing up in Fab this weekend before we get into two starts? Start have up? have not really looked that closely yet. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I I been you mentioned Durant, Jaron Duran. You know, I think he's got what four homers so far on the farm. He like there's a lot of free not free Duran free Duran necessarily, but call for a quick promotion. I think we're going to see him down on the farm a little bit longer. Alex Verdugo's playing really well. Hunter Renfro's getting it together. And the, the Red Sox will make do what they have in left field, but um, he's definitely an exciting player. Reworked his swing, added power, and I think he—I think we'll see him by the end of the year. But not so quick, Red Sox Nation. Yeah, I think we'll see him, but it's just when those guys get off to those crazy starts. Of course, the fan base will uh, start calling for him. Uh, Daniel Hudson was picked up for a buck, by the way. Jeffrey Springs. Daniel Hudson's kind of interesting because it does look like Brad Hand on a little bit of shaky ground. That Nats team can't really afford many, many losses. By the way, we also had a question from Alfonso Lassane in the chat about Ty France, 12 team head to head points. You holding on to Ty France, Todd? 12 team? No, I mean. Even when he's hitting well, when he's hitting well, he'll start every day. But don't you want? He's kind of starting every day now, but he's being taken out. Bottom of the order. No, I, you know what? In a twelve-team league, you selfishly want better than Ty France. Yeah, you do. And I get that. You know, he had that monster year in the PCL where he nearly hit four hundred, but. He really hasn't done much at the big league level. Decent little run last year, and he had that hot spring, but I guess another cautionary tale when it comes to spring training. And he, and he he's not running, and the Mariners are. That's so a good point. You can't – It's. I mean, he's a nice player, but no, a 12-team league, no. Do you expect to see uh, Kelnick leading off, by the way, for the uh, immediate future? I would think so, but – uh, I interesting that they had Jared Kelnick leading off last night. I, I I don't know. I mean, Hanniger has been doing the job from the leadoff spot. Maybe now they want to get his power a little bit lower in the order, get a little bit more production. So I'm not exactly sure. I guess we're curious to see what goes on. It's interesting. Usually, you, you know, your, your debuts, you hit him seventh, eighth, or ninth. Let's keep the pressure off the kid. Throw him yeah. right in there, number one, and he, you know, he. Uh, as a friend of mine pointed out last night, he's got a little swag to him too, right? Little, he does. Uh, he's got his so, own clothing line, which I thought yeah, yeah. Plus the uh, well, merch swag with those with those shoes. Or yeah, cleats, he's got a lot so, of style yeah. and a lot of confidence, and yeah, that swag so. is off the charts. And he's got literal swag, and his he's got yeah. his own merch table. <laughs> there you go. Table. By the way, Alfonso the Saint said that he had Madrigal and Jeff McNeil. I'd probably plug in McNeil and drop both France and Madrigal. Um, if you don't need the, you know, the backup second. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, while O'Neal's playing, we just have to keep an eye on it because he goes into slumps and St. Louis doesn't play him. But right now he's in a good spell. Jeff McNeil of the Mets. Oh, I'm yeah. thinking. I'm sorry. I'm, I was thinking Tyler O'Neill. So oh, me, yeah. me, me too. Not morning guy. <laughs> uh, it's all good. I just you know Madrigal. I could see in a roto league maybe holding on, but twelve team head to head points. Could plug in McNeil and maybe look to upgrade that that spot. But um, yeah, we will get into the two star pitchers for next week momentarily. Let's first though. Throw to a word from our sponsors. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com BlueWire. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back on the RotoWire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Clay Link here with Todd Zola. We're going to be grading out next week's two-start pitchers on a 0-5 to five scale. You probably know the drill, but if you're unfamiliar, 0-5, to five, and it's basically if we have five leagues... How many of the five are we starting this pitcher in? So um, if if you're up for it, Todd, you want to dive right in? Yeah, well, let's be truthful. It's more like we have 15 leagues, so we divide the answer by three. That's true. I have, I think, 17. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's a good point. I, um, You know, in my leagues, just kind of mid-pack, but I think that's kind of yeah. – I mean, mid-pack or higher generally, but that's kind of where you want to be just – it's early. You want to be in striking distance. That's where um, I am. And that's what I tell myself, but we shall see what I just, a couple teams I look at and I go, Whoa, what is this team doing so low? And then other teams and just whatever. And speaking of which, before I forget, because you don't, you don't use this tool. I don't believe for standings. Uh, 
but while I'm thinking about it, why didn't you or anybody else tell me about the uh, the Rotowire uh, My Leagues function? I think I did. I definitely tweeted about it <laughs> a couple of I, times. I look at it. I mean, I look at the site 15 million times a day. My, you know, I said I, I finally set it up this week. For those who don't know, what the My Leagues function of Rotowire does, it pulls in. Well, I want to say all your leagues because it doesn't handle a couple of the scoring services, but it pulls most of the systems. Yeah, most of the services. I I think on Roto might be the only one that that at least I have teams on that it doesn't pull in. That's what we use for Tout Wars, Uh, Fantrax, NFBC, obviously Rotowire itself, CBS, ESPN, Yahoo, all the biggies, and it pulls in your rosters. And it, 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 it tells you projected standings based on rest of season. That's the least of my worries. Who's got who, – who do you have that's hurt? Who's available in free agency? And it just – it's a, to go through them really quickly, you get a quick idea of what to look for in each team. And, man, I'm not going to say I would have won every single league I've ever been in had I known this existed. But I uh, certainly would have saved time, and I think I would have done a little bit better. So this My Leagues function, it's just beautiful. Yeah, I was getting ready for the Maki League that Derek Van Riper commissions. Yeah. Basically, it's it used to be Staff Keeper too, and I was kind of I hadn't really done, hadn't had time in in draft season to really do a ton of prep or input keepers into a software or anything. But I just that's when I kind of even found it uh, my my leagues. I you know tinkered around, but I was able to input everything immediately and basically. It acted as a as a draft software for me essentially because I was able to just continually refresh the cheat sheet, mm-hmm. and because our site was bringing in all the data from the commish site, which I think for that league was CBS, um, it was yeah just like a live active cheat sheet <laughs> that I could just refresh. It was just a lifesaver because I hadn't yeah for that yeah. particular league hadn't had much time to prep. But yeah, I, uh, the one league where I've been slipping in big time is labor AL, but. Got Luke Voigt back, Kelnick in the lineup, Larnick I got in free agency last weekend, maybe overpaid, although the backups were pretty close on Larnick. I think I spent 22, and there was some 17, 16s uh, backup. But a big shot in the arm, hopefully, coming for the offense with Kelnick and Voigt, and maybe Wander Franco uh, before Larnick. Yeah, well, we're predicting Ian Kahn to win it. And, man, can you imagine what we'll be dealing with? We can't have Kahn win this thing. Who's who's we that's pro- projecting? We being Rotowire. Oh, <laughs> from the My Leagues feature. I see. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, it'll just be unbearable saying this completely tongue in cheek. Oh yeah, no, I uh, he probably will improve his roster quite a bit <laughs> from here on. But I, uh, you know, I need to get some saves somewhere. That's one thing that's been killing me. But I do think this offensive shot in the arm will will help. Yep. So our uh, two start starters grid you can customize for yourself. Start at May seventeenth, twenty twenty one. Hit show starters again, zero to five scale. And for Arizona, Matt Peacock, who actually in his very first outing, I forget, uh, I think it was like a long relief outing. He actually looked kind of good, but um, not really stretched out. I mean, I guess he did go five, but gave up a couple homers. 3Ks, kind of just kind of an unknown for me, and that, that adds a lot of risk at the Dodgers at Colorado. That's honestly probably a zero. That's a zero. And we, if we're wrong, if this turns out to be the Husker you know situation, shame on us. But uh, no, it's a zero. James Anderson talked to me into starting the starting Yusei Kikuchi against the Dodgers. Now Peacock not anywhere close to Yusei, but uh, I'm glad he did because Kikuchi had. 11 Ks didn't get yep. the win, but yep, definitely held his own against the Dodgers. I was kind of scared now for Atlanta. Max Freed, Charlie Morton. Morton's been really disappointing. This whole staff, really, aside from who Oscar Noah right. and Ian Anderson's been okay, but Freed and Morton really need a, a bounce back week here versus the Mets versus Pitt. For Freed, I think I'm going to say four, but I think Morton's maybe falling into that three range for me. Yeah, Morton is going to make the list, I believe, next week of uh, underproducing pitchers, what to do with them sort of thing. Um, I'll agree with your four and three, I, I, and I have not done the deep dive on Morton yet to, to try to figure out what's going on. I was watching some of that game yesterday afternoon because 
was the only game on early in the day and he looked okay early on but then they just kind of uh chipped away at him and he got the hook i think at like four and two thirds and just right. didn't look like he really had much matt harvey's a guy i don't think has much but a decent story so far for him versus tampa bay at washington maybe i'll give matt harvey a complimentary one just because of the nice little story he's having this year and for some reason his return to the city field uh made some headlines but uh i can't go higher than a one yeah, I um, I can't give a complimentary one. My uh, my spreadsheet doesn't have a doesn't rank that. No, I I'm gonna go zero. And I know he has looked okay. And these both are well, ones at home against Tampa Bay. You know what? Home against Tampa, I'll give him a one. All right, you talked me into it by not saying a thing. Oh, it's just okay. your, well, I your had, aura. I had you down as a zero, but I'll, I'll yeah, home against Tampa Bay. Wait, I'm sorry. I, you said New York. Oh, you know, did I? You know what? Well, no, you said you said New York, and it made me think with the Mets. Oh, I see. City field because I'm I'm old and dumb. No, that's a zero. Home against Baltimore. Home when when home is Baltimore, that's a zero. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking. I think he was available in labor still as of pretty recently, and I thought about picking him up, and I didn't. But I was thinking maybe in that league, this one exception I would make to, to maybe put in Matt Harvey, Eduardo Rodriguez. What have you seen from him? He's five and one, but. Uh, and I guess he, he struck out nine in his last outing, but a couple four spots on his ledger recently. Any any concern about Erod or is it just normal ebbs and flows of a season? Yeah, I, I'm not concerned. It's weird because the rest of the staff is elevated, and he's supposed to be the ace, and he's he's, he's struggling on a little bit. I think he'll be fine. I I don't think we. It's not so much ebbs and flows. He hasn't had this is the ebb. He hasn't had the flow yet. He's got to get. Yeah, the he's got to. He's coming back from a completely lost season. Yeah, so and I see a year where he couldn't walk for like six months. Yeah, I think months. I'm going to give it a four. You know, I don't love either. I don't love at Toronto, which is it's no, it's still at Dunedin. We're not June yet, and at Philly, I don't love either one. But I'm, yeah, I'm still going to go scary. four. Yeah, I'm still going to go four. Three, but I, okay. Yeah, when do they make that switch to Buffalo? Do you know at the June, end of the month? June first. Yeah. Well, I don't know when the first game is, but it starts in June. All right. Now, Adbert Alzola. I feel like we talked about him last week, didn't we? But it must have got. Well, it's going to be the case for a lot of these guys. With yeah. the, we're still dealing with rainouts and and everything COVID else. COVID cases. Yeah, that's true. Alzolai versus Washington at St. Louis. I kind of like that. I know that Schwarber and Josh Lowe or Josh Bell homered yesterday, but man, those two have been horrible in terms of batting average and consistency. But um, at least while they're kind of struggling, that, that Washington team looks pretty easy to navigate if you can work around Juan Soto. So I'm looking at Edward Alzola and saying, I think that's probably three, but I, I kind of maybe it's a 3.5. Yeah, I kind of with you exactly on that. He is not giving up a lot of traffic. The strikeouts are a little more than a batter in inning. You know, the home runs are he is paying paying for it with a, with a few homers though. But these it's minimal damage because he's not walking anybody. But so I will I will give versus Washington at St. Louis. You know what? I'm going to give him a three, but it wouldn't. I, I you know it may be true of a true four. Last time I gave a 3.5, by the way, it was Austin Gomber, so fair warning. Uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't give him a four, he's, though. He's been, Correct. you know, he had a good outing in Coors this week. Did he? Yeah. You, you, I well, didn't he, notice because he's I off your radar now, right? You yeah. don't care anymore. I've cut him, and he can't hurt me anymore. <laughs> um, Zach Davies, those same two matchups versus Washington at St. Louis. Uh, I'll probably give Davies a two. I actually kind of liked him coming in, just thinking maybe he was like, Kyle Hendricks Jr., although that's not the best thing this year. <laughs> I guess he has been Kyle Hendricks Jr., just not in the way uh, I was hoping. Yeah. Be. Maybe. Well, the numbers – well, lately lately the ERA is there. But, I mean, when your ERA is lower than your whip, and, you know that's usually a good thing. But, you know, 1.29 whip, I mean, he's getting a little bit lucky here. No homers, six walks in 16 innings. He's, 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 he's teetering on uh, with only eight strikeouts. He's, he's only got eight Ks. Well, no, I'm sorry. In the in the last couple of weeks. Oh, I was gonna say. But he has only he only has 22 Ks and 35. Yeah, and just one more K than walk. 
Cheating. Yeah, I'm looking. I yeah, to cheat, cheating a little bit. I've got my. I'm using the setup I use when I actually write up the write up the comments for the. Oh no, that's great for the players. So I I, I have season long and in, in last two weeks when I do my comments. So I, I, that's the chart I'm looking at it. So anyway, nice. I appreciate that. That's uh, helpful for all of us. So I got Davies as like a two. Do you, are you even giving him that? You know what? I'm going to give him a one. Okay. Yeah, I didn't realize. I mean, he, the strikeouts are so low, and that's you know yeah. that's one of the that's one of the things about two starts is to, to get the strikeouts, and, and especially in this environment, like it's yeah, just so yeah, hard to roster. Yeah. Like and you know what? We, we, I know we're, you know we need to rush through because you need to get to serious, et cetera. Serious, we're et doing et okay on time, but sure the um, even more so than normal. Okay, if you're in an inning limits or games pitch limit league, you cannot waste your bullets on. The Zach Davies, right? You, you, it's an inefficient use of limited resources. I'm learning that not know. I'm finally paying attention this year in the Otno leagues and keeping lineups. But now I, you know, the, the the next step is you can't just keep people active. You have to be smart about it because you have limited number of starts. And if you're using a guy that's not, it's it's fundamentally, even though it's K's, it's it's actually K per nine is what the category really is because there's a very reachable innings limit maximum. So that's the other thing. If you're in a league with limits, be careful about Davies. Otherwise, you know, if it's just free fall, go for it. But it's not getting the strikeouts. Yeah, it really isn't. That's just scary. Uh, Sonny Gray's looked pretty darn good lately. He's still 0-2, but uh, versus San Fran versus Milwaukee, yeah, it's great American small park. But I still think Sonny Gray is probably maybe he's not in that five tier, but he's a four, rock solid four. I'm gonna go. I, I I'm gonna give him a five, and we've talked before. My expectations a little bit higher. Uh, he pitches in great. He pitches in the Great American Ballpark. Uh, okay, I was gonna say it's not. I, I thought the deal was it was at Milwaukee. Therefore, you know, he, we need to be nervous. But you know, when you when you pitch in in the gab as it will doesn't matter where you go. Um, yeah. I bumped him up to a five too. Yeah. I just, all right. All I right. Mean, Milwaukee, maybe they have Yelich back by then. In fact, it probably oh. looks like that'll happen, but who knows what he is at this point. It's that would be his nice. back yeah, the, issue has me really scared. Yeah. Gray's made some adjustments. He's working higher in the zone and he's getting the requisite strikeouts. So I like what I'm seeing. Mentioned earlier on the show that, my concern level with Luis Castillo is in the red here. I only have him on one league, in one league, and it's my my worst by far. He did immense damage again yesterday. I don't know what it is. Like, Actually, I think I saw yesterday that seven of the ten hits he allowed came with two strikes. So he just does not have that put-away pitch this year. The, the change-up usually is for him. Stuff's down a, a tick or two, and... I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they like skipped him, or you know, maybe you know, they are not going to pull him right now for performance, but maybe like a dead arm sort of IL stint or something because he just he just needs to breathe and recuperate a little bit. Yeah, that's. I think that's. I think there's something to that. I mean, I I think we're making at least we. I think I making excuses because I'm still you know high on the pitcher in general, and I, we've talked about the warm weather narrative. Um, I'm wondering if the ball with the higher seams is affecting him in a negative way, but to maybe me, because he's so reliant on that changeup. The changeup, and the thing about the changeup, and I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm going to guess. I think it takes a lot of, I don't know, courage. I'll use the word courage because I don't want us to get fined on air to throw a changeup. I mean, you know, know what I mean? What other word was on your mind? Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah, you're throwing that soft thing right in the zone. Yeah, and, and, and you need confidence that it's going to work, and he may be lacking right now. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, well, San Francisco, we keep saying they're a little bit better offense. They have a couple of injuries. They've fallen back a bit. But that's a good get-right game. And if you can get right against San Francisco and get some confidence against Milwaukee. I mean, as far as this goes, I'm going to give it a three. But I'm using him because because that's just what I do. Uh, he's he's already crushed me so much, and at least I think the RotoWire Online is where I've got him, and it's just it's just crushing. Um, you need 
if you're gonna make a if you're gonna make a comeback, you need him to be what he is, what he used to be, and you need the stars to get him there. I mean, if he if he stinks still, you're not you're still gonna stink as a team. Your your photo you you need the you need the help. So yeah, and if you drafted him, you're probably in like last or second <laughs> or bottom third. So why the hell not? You know. Yeah, but, <laughs> I'm, but I actually have him as two, just because I think there is a chance maybe he doesn't even make one or, yeah, or he, both. Of yeah, those. yeah, he will. He will be in the in the list of starters. He and Morton, and we'll see who else for next week's uh, tout table slash Z files, which pitchers will rebound. Now Sam Henches for Cleveland. That's a weird name to say. Henches, Henches. Uh, He's been pretty good so far, at least in terms of run prevention. Not so much in terms of the underlying numbers. One seven six whip. He has not gone five innings. He fell uh, an out short of that his last time out. A four and two thirds, only four hits. Um, over four and two thirds scoreless against the Cubs, but uh, six six strikeouts, four walks, and. Um, all the traffic on the base paths makes me pretty nervous. And he's just kind of a yeah. fringe guy anyway. So. Six well. But it's Cleveland. They take fringe guys and make them into Zach. That's that. true. That was my thinking with Cal Quantrill, <laughs> and that blew up in my face. And Logan Allen. Yeah, no, I'm gonna give him a, I'm gonna give him a zero. I'm not even gonna give him the benefit of a one. He's not going five innings, walking people, and um I have trouble saying his name too. Yeah, it's a weird name. Now for Colorado. It looks like maybe they get somebody back next week. We don't have anybody projected for that. Kyle so Freeland. Yeah, Kyle Freeland. Oh, yeah, they get Freeland back. Uh, for the White Sox, Dallas Keuchel at Minnesota at the Yankees. Pretty tough two-step, even though the Twins are just ghastly oh, right now. They're really bad. Talking about the low K rates with guys like Kyle Hendricks and Zach Davies, Dallas Keuchel's always been a low K guy, but 18 – in 43 and two-thirds innings, another guy who just, because of that, even in this setup, kind of pretty tough to deploy. So I, here I'm going to give him probably a three, but it's, yeah, I don't know, it's pretty shaky. Two strikeouts in his last 12 innings, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, Minnesota, like you say, is not hitting very well at this time. New York is sort of kind of bust out a bit. I'm going to, I've got him, I mean, he's ranked in three range, but I'm nervous. I'm going to go two. Okay, I got him three, but I'll mark you down to see. How many need to drop two. his innings? Now, before we get back to the two-star pitcher grades for next week, real quick word from our friends at Vivid Seats. The world is coming back, and the NFL season is upon us. I don't know about you, Todd, but I'm pumped for the regular season schedule release on mm. May 12th, which was earlier this week. If you're like me and you're looking to see the action live, then head over to Vivid Seats, the ultimate go-to source for live events. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater and comedy shows, Vivid Seats makes it easy for you to, to discover your favorite event, find your seat, gain entry, and make new memories. Just download the app, choose your city, and get access to the largest selection of tickets on games and performances you love, including the NFL, the MLB, Todd, uh, NBA, and more. For a limited time, Vivid Seats is giving our listeners 10% off your ticket up to $30 max. Just use the promo code ROTOWIRE when you check out. Every purchase is backed by its 100% buyer guarantee. And you'll even earn cash back with the Vivid Seats Rewards Program. Vivid Seats getting you into the game. Back to next week's two-star no, starters. I, 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 I have a question, Mr. Lane. Yes, sir. Are we eligible for that discount? I have no idea. <laughs> I almost <laughs> used I almost used Vivid Seats this week to go to the uh, – I'd the, say you probably are. I mean, with the, I, I go think for we it. Are. With the with the Woo Sox, but uh, very limited seats available. I talked last oh, week. Yeah. I wanted to go to the game. Very limited seats available for the Worcester Red Sox, and I could have gotten. A, I got to pay triple digits for a standing room only seat. Uh, oh well, wow! A, a triple digit for a standing room only spot. And even with our ten percent Rotowire discount, these uh, these fifty eight year old legs and more importantly fifty eight year old gut were just not up to standing for. All that time, I would have been wiped well, that's out. A long time to stand around. Yeah, I would have been. Yeah. It's one of those things where I would have made it through the game, but I would have been a mess, you know, for the next couple of days. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I watched the game on TV. I will once they expand. Right now, I can't get 
you can't get single seats. Mm. You, you, you don't. You have to get you know two or four or whatever, an even number. So uh, maybe I can get maybe I can get my niece to go with me. But um, for, so until the, until it expands, and you can buy a single seat and sit in the stands. Um, be a while since I go to Polar Park. But anyway. You know, I, I got shot two scheduled for Tuesday, Pfizer shot two, and I'm looking forward. I, I'm getting so jealous of seeing people tweeting pics from ballparks, and <laughs> I just want to sit and, you know, I really got to get to AT&T, or I guess it's now Oracle Park, because uh, have you ever been to that one? That setting um, is just so cool, just like big old ships just sitting out on the water. And Yeah, I, so I went, cool. I went, I uh, visited our friend Laura Michaels, and I, I think I saw a playoff game there. Uh, or maybe not. I don't recall. No. What? Yeah. The answer to your question is yes. I've been. It was way back when in AT and T. Saw a game in Oakland. Took the ferry over to 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 Oracle to then then AT and T. Saw a couple of games there, and it it's fin it's fantastic. But just from pure aesthetics and just looking on TV, I want to go to PNC. Yeah, PNC is very cool as well. Um, I have not been to that one either, but. Of course, I, I got to say, Great American Ballpark. If you ever get a chance, you know, celebrate at your local skyline and have I some saw, fun. I never saw a game there, but we we had first pitch forum there for Baseball HQ. Oh, really? We had, we had first pitch forum. No, I'm kidding. No, uh, we no we didn't. We, we had we had we had a tour. <laughs> I didn't know the, that, but yeah, no, I, no, I'm just I shouldn't kidding. have we asked had, if you're joking. It's I it's and I shouldn't have been a jerk about responding, but that's no, whatever. Um, we we saw the museum. You know, part of it, part of it, we, we saw the, the Reds Museum and had first pitch form in uh, Great American Ballpark. It's kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oldest professional uh, franchise in, in the game. So everybody now, else is a uh, copy. Shouldn't copy, there be yes. two? Shouldn't there be two? Because, I mean. Yeah, you'd think so. Who, because they need somebody to play. But. Yeah. The, the, the equivalent of the Washington Generals. I mean, who are they going to play? Just local uh, colleges, I guess, like it's early spring training. Uh, Two-star pitchers, though, Casey Mize at Seattle, at KC. You know, the 4-1-9 ERA, 2-3 record doesn't really paint the encouraging picture that really is there with Casey Mize. So uh, with him, especially his last outing, only 4Ks, but six innings again. His third straight outing with six innings completed and his third straight quality start, so. I'm kind of buying in on Casey Mize, and I think I actually might give him a four given these matchups. I will a four. And when you say quality, and, and this is kind of a trick that I use when I'm writing for ESPN, I don't care about quality starts. You know, either, but a lot of people do play in quality but, start well, leagues. Well, no, I, right, correct. What I like about the quality start means is if you, you can't get a quality start unless you want six innings. So you could have just as easily, from in my mind, said he's he's gone six innings the past three starts. And that would have that would have pressed the impressive button. You know, that's what I wanted to hear. By saying quality starts, it's essentially saying he went six innings. That's the key to me as far as um, I yeah, think strikeouts will come. Six walks, seven strikeouts in his last two games, you know, six innings each. Uh, I, I think he's one of those guys, oh, he's going to regress. Look at the expected ERA. I think he's the guy whose skills improve to soften the regression. Now, Jose Urquidy for Houston was cruising early and then – Left the game on uh, Thursday with, or I guess it was Wednesday with uh, posterior shoulder discomfort. Went to, underwent an MRI yesterday, but no update yet. Uh, I'm going to, if I were a betting man, and I sort of am, although it's not legal in uh, Wisconsin yet, I would say he doesn't make these starts, honestly. But I kind guess. Kind of a since, shame. Yeah. I'm going to give him like a, I'm just going to say probably doesn't start. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I'll give him a I'll give me four if he does, but I'm with okay. you that I have a suspicion by the time Sunday night rolls around and I post the update that that he's not going to have two starts. Fortunately for that team, anyway, it looks like they're getting Framber Valdez back pretty soon. So, you know, you hate to lose a guy like Urquidy, and you hate to see that, but uh, you know, Luis Garcia is pretty good, and again, it looks like Framber Valdez is making like a miracle recovery. We'll see. We he said he's like the predator. Yeah, I remember I drafted him in AL Labor to have an open DL spot to stream into. Well, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna have Framber Valdez on my team. That's so nice. we'll see. What Maybe that's as I forget about his timetable. Maybe that's as soon as next week. To, yeah, the, the problem for I mean, Kitty can't 
can't make that. Yeah, the catch is in labor, I now have to drop somebody, or I mean, or or put my reserve back to the reserve list. The guy I drafted reserve, and that's Danny Duffy. So mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to put Danny Duffy on reserves. I spoke nice about him in Z Files this week, so I'm going to have to find another pitcher. I'm sure I can to either you know release or is hurt or whatever. Danny Duffy's Royals only have five games next week, so no two-start starters for them. Meanwhile, the Angels have eight games. They have a doubleheader, so maybe this will be the rare week where we get two Angels, two-steppers. If that is the case, it would be Alex Cobb and Shohei Otani versus Cleveland versus Oakland. Cobb has really fallen off after that like 10-strikeout wow. excellent game early on. Uh, five four eighty ERA. Otani is a five. Cobb, I'm gonna probably say is a two. But actually, Otani, I'm starting him as a hitter. Uh, even with this, I mean, I, I just I can't give up his offensive production right now. In this landscape, it's too valuable. I think it depends on what else one has as far as pitchers go, because you may you could also make the argument that you need his pitching too much, especially against those lineups. So I think that's an interesting conundrum this week. Man, Cobb, he seems to have found his command recently, which is huge. Yeah, yeah. Cobb, he's always a threat to kind of lose it. Yeah. Oh, Cobb, I'm just so – I still believe. And, you know, the thing is back. The thing is back. Well, the thing is the thing is missing. It's uh, it's no thing. Oh, man, I'm going to go three. And I know Oakland's got a good lineup, but I do like the home field advantage for Cobb this week. All right, I got a two, but I got you down as a three. Now, Julio Urias, easy five? Yeah, he's reached that point, hasn't he? He's uh, yeah, he's He awesome, has reached man. that point. Nice matchups, too. And maybe we see Tony Gonson at the tail end of next week. We'll see. We shall see. Uh, now, this guy I don't really know much about, Cody Petit. The only thing I know about him is that uh, David Peralta had his 800th career hit against Poteet the other day. And I saw that because it's Mick going around on Twitter. Uh, David Prosser holding up the ball. I guess Poteet did get a, a win in his debut and six Ks against zero walks. It's not bad. Maybe I should give him some more attention, but just the fact that I do, don't really know much about him, I'd probably give him a one at best. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I want the, the, the minor league numbers weren't good, but they weren't for you know either. So, uh, but I'm gonna yeah with the at Philly eh, not so easy uh, home versus the Mets the Mets are eventually gonna do some damage I'm gonna go with a one but I don't love it yeah he did struggle in 2019 at AAA in the PCL yeah. but at AA Jacksonville 84 innings 13 starts there in 2019 two two five ERA zero nine eight WHIP so in a more neutral setting at least he uh, was able to hold his own. Uh, Brewers got two off days next week, so no two steppers for them. The Twins got they're another team with eight games. Uh, weird to see that discrepancy between you know five and eight, but that's <laughs> how it goes sometimes. J Hap, Michael Pineda. Um, Pineda's been really pretty solid, and I should yeah. realize how good he's been because I have him in a few spots, but it does seem like I guess it's because he's two and two and the team's bad, but um, at least so far, and I, I don't really. I don't know if they're going to have really the, the manpower to turn this around. Um, I'll probably give both of these guys threes, even though that White Sox match is pretty scary. I guess I'll, I'll give Happa two, Pineda three. I'm going to I'm going to go three for both, but I'm it's kind of a a sketchy three with Hap because he's so inconsistent. He showed why he got lit up last game. I know the lefty mashing thing is kind of. And debunked and it's kind of nonsense, but I do still worry about that White Sox lineup against the lefty like Hap. Uh, just scares me some of the uh, firepower they have, even down some big bats. Uh, for the Mets, Taiwan Walker at Atlanta at Miami. Atlanta's been sneaky bad, um, and Walker's been great. So actually, I'm going to give Taiwan a four, and he's bordering on five for me. Yeah, if uh, if Acuna, it looks like if it, if Acuna is out and it's at beginning of the week, the, the the Atlanta start. If my if my if my code is right here, and Acuna did twist his ankle yesterday, if Acuna happens to be out, I mean that's that's just a straight five. But I'm gonna I'm gonna you know what? 
you know, I'll keep consistent because I, I want my pitcher to be an ace to give it a five. And I know that's against the zero to five rule. So I'll be, I'll, I'll say I'm using him in all five leagues, but I'll give him a four. And yeah, he, he, he came out pretty highly on my, on my, he was one of the five pitchers that we looked at of people that are playing well and will they be able to sustain what they're playing. And he didn't, he wasn't the leader for me, but, um, I like his park. I like in that that was and I like to use the pitcher's skills higher than I like the park. But I think one of the issues with Walker is, and Jason Collette likes to talk about this, and so do a lot of people. But you like the year after TJ, T, Tommy John to judge. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's the year out. You know, it's the year. It's the year after the year after is what I kind of mean. A year removed. Uh, last year, it's been a calendar year. There's only two months of action, right? So I'm not sure if we can say that Walker is back. This is what we're going to see. I think we're still going to see some improvement. And velocity comes back before command and control. I think we're going to see a bit more command and control uh, improvement. Strike, uh, sorry, walks and homers. And I think uh, that's going to help soften the regression. Now, Garrett Cole reserving the five for aces he's as ace as ace gets so yeah, he's a five. yeah he's he really six. is he <laughs> broke he breaks the scale um but jameson tyone i think i'm gonna give him a two he does have a 14 to 3 k to walk in his last two starts 11 innings but the eight in the home run allowed column in 33 in the third innings just too many long balls he's actually had only one start in which he did not allow a long ball so at least one in every other outing, he's just he's just not even a three for me. So I think a two is as high as I can go for Tyone. I'm going to give him a three because I think the home runs will correct a bit, but I will give even him with a, the weather heating up. Even with the weather heating up, I mean they're not going to be that bad. I mean he's going to give up homers, but I mean he's given up four in his last sixteen. What do you said eight and thirty three? Um, you know one every four innings. He's not going to give up one every four innings. So I, I think I think that'll fall back. James Caprillion got his first big league win in his uh, not his debut, but his first big league start, and yeah, uh, against your Red Sox in Boston too. Uh, four hits, one earned run, three walks, six Ks over five innings for James Caprillion. Uh, I'll have to ask James about him because I actually I had a little bit of an outline for our Farm Friday coming up here in like a half hour. But I did not have James Caprillion on there, but I will have to ask him, James, about Caprillion. I know he had some buzz back in the day, but he's 27 years old now. Uh, hard for me to trust, but, you know, versus Houston at LAA, I could see maybe in one league where I'm kind of desperate, maybe throwing a single digit bid on him in, in an NFBC league. Right. I don't, yes, I agree. I don't see Oakland hanging him out to dry. So I kind of agree. I think that even if he struggles, it won't be one of those, you know, terrible. Who We had another, well, it was Sean Mania. It was his teammate last night that uh, had one of those, you know, can't recover from type outings. I think he'll be protected from that. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with one as well. Zach Wheeler versus Miami versus Boston. Is he a five? Yes. In my, my, in my, in my, book, in my book, he is. Not really a true ace, but I will give him five because the matchups are. are I think he's getting there. I think he's, he's there. He's getting there. I guess it depends on what you consider there. a true ace, but he's combining the ground ball lean with the strikeouts. He, you know, yeah, the strikeouts years, have been up over the past few years. Yeah, two years ago he's a strikeout guy. Last year he became a ground ball guy without the strikeouts. He's kind of doing a little bit of both this year. So uh, what is? Uh, I know he has no homers in his past twenty-two. Uh, for the year, what he's got four homers in in fifty three innings. Yeah, that, that'll work. That'll play. Now, JT Brubaker, I've been loving, but I think just to kind of protect against the regression blow coming, and just to not get too excited and out in front of myself here, I think I'm going to give Brubaker a three. But deep down, I want to give him a four because he's been so good. But right, so still I, probably I, a three. When I pulled the numbers, he only had one. So we've we've adjusted it. What's this? What's the second? I have St. Louis. What's the other start? Looks like it's at St. Louis at Atlanta. So that second one's kind of tough. But. 
Um, yeah, I'm gonna go three. I'm gonna go three. And then Darvish is an, an easy five, especially yep. you know, the home matchup against the the Rockies. You gotta love that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, all right, wrapping up here, Justin Dunn versus the Tigers at San Diego. I don't know what to make of Justin Dunn. I've seen him dropped in a few leagues. He couldn't get out of the fourth his last time out. But before that, he'd gone five plus in each of his prior four outings. So uh, a little bit of a whip liability, not a ton of Ks. But I think, you know, maybe he's another guy I'll have on my waterfall this weekend as a backup. I'll give him a two, I think, Justin Dunn. I'll go with a two. And for what I've seen, he's he's fairly easy to run on. And I think uh, – what did I read this week? I read that the league-wide stolen base success rate is now over the 75%, you know, earmark right. for sabermetric success. And the research I've done shows that teams that are successful running will continue running, and teams that are unsuccessful, that is, fall below the mark, run less. I think we may start to see an uptick in stolen bases. And – that's a copycat league, and yeah, successful and, and, teams are running quite a bit. Right, and I think we'll be more cognizant of pitchers like Dunn, who seem to give up a, a lot of stolen bases. Nice. Now we got to kind of rush through these last yep. few, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Logan Webb at Cincy, same with uh, Anthony DiScalfani revenge game, then versus the Dodgers. So. Uh, you know, Disco, I think, is a four, honestly. But I think Logan Webb is is probably a three. I was pretty impressed with his last outing, though. It was against a pretty brutal Texas team, but I got to see him, and I was pretty impressed with Logan Webb. So it uh, looks like Johnny Cueto may be back next week, but uh, I don't think you boot Webb from that, that rotation. Right. Well, I mean, I'll go four for Discofani. I'm going to go one for Webb. I'm not there yet. I just I don't like it. I got a two, but I'll get you down for a one. Maybe I said three on web. I forget what I said. But you did, I, but uh, that's all right. I'll, I won't I'll go three. I'll stick by it. We can, we can replay this. At least one guy that we differ on quite a bit. Um, so no two starters for St. Louis. They only have five games. The Rays, Ryan Yarborough at Baltimore, at Toronto. Maybe he has an opener in front of him for these, but... Uh, the bulk work for two games. He's kind of been disappointing, but I still think he's a three. Yeah, I'm going to give benefit of the doubt. Um, he may be another guy with the you know the touch and feel nature. Maybe the maybe the ball's not you know as comfortable. Who knows? But I'll I'll give him a three, primarily because of the Baltimore start. Now I got lucky and I had Fulte active in stake league and. You know, last I actually got one good start out of him last week, and then it wasn't as bad as it probably could have been yesterday. So I kind of avoided disaster. But Jordan Lyles, Fulte, I was pretty desperate at the time. Most normal setups, I would not be starting Fulte. I think I'm going to give Lyles and Fulte both both ones. I want to give Fultonevich a two, but I can't. I'm going to go. I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm going to give Lyles a zero though. So I'm going to go one zero. Okay, I got you down for a zero. I know Next they're home, up. but yeah. yeah, and that being home kind of helps, but we'll see. Uh Hyunjin Ryu versus Boston versus Tampa Bay. Gotta say he's probably a five, right? Hyunjin Ryu. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no need to uh dive into that one much. You get that marked here on the sheet, and we of course will review the grades here momentarily. Last team. The Nationals, John Lester, Patrick Corbin. Uh, Lester, he gets his own revenge game of sorts at the Cubs and versus Baltimore. Same for Corbin. Corbin with a really nice rebound. Finally, he struck out nine over seven innings of one-run ball against the Phillies. He's got back-to-back quality starts, although in that quote-unquote quality start at the Yankees, gave up three bombs. <laughs> um, but, hey, solo shots don't kill you. Typically, uh, I'm still a little nervous about Corbin. I will give him a three, and I'm going to give Lester a two. I agree on Corbin. Now, Lester, I'm just deciding one or two. It, it probably doesn't matter, but um, I know his numbers have been there, but the uh, the, the complimentary numbers really have not. Um, 
those matchups though, yeah, you know what? I'll give them I'll give them a two, but I'm not long term, I'm not too optimistic. All right. We will review our grades for two start starters for the week of May 17th, 2021. Matt Peacock, a zero. Max Freed, four. Charlie Morton, three. Matt Harvey, I got a one. Todd, zero. Complimentary one uh, because it's a nice story. Eduardo Rodriguez, I say three. Todd, four. Adbert Alzoli, I say 3.5. Todd, three. Zach Davies, I say two. Todd, one. Sonny Gray, five. Luis Castillo, I say two. Todd, three. Sam Henches, zero. Dallas Keuchel, three. Todd, two. Casey Mize, four. Jose Urquidy, four, although we both feel he probably doesn't make those starts, but if he does, it'll be a four for Urquidy. Shohei Otani, five matchups, but I, I said I'm still starting him as a hitter because he's been too valuable for me to swap out there. Uh, but if you have to use him as a as a pitcher, it doesn't get really any better for Otani this week. Uh, Alex Cobb, I say two, Todd, three. Julio Urias, five. Cody Poteet, one. Jay Happ, I say two, Todd, three. Michael Pineda, three. Taiwan Walker, four. Garrett Cole, five. Jameson Tyone, I say two, Todd, three. James Caprillion, one. Zach Wheeler, five. JT Brubaker, three. Hugh Darvish, five. Justin Dunn, two. Logan Webb, I say three, Todd, one. Anthony DiSclefani, four. Ryan Yarborough, three. Jordan Lyles, I say one, Todd, zero. Mike Fultonevich, one. Hyunjin Ryu, five. John Lester, two. And finally, Patrick Corbin, three. Anything else on your mind today, Todd? I kind of got everything off my mind earlier. We're good. Nice. Well, uh, <laughs> that is the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast sponsored by WinBet. Good luck this weekend. We will, of course, be back next week for more two start pitcher grades. Take care. Talk to you soon on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Try Rotowire today, free for 10 days. Get our premium tools. Rankings, analysis, and breaking news alerts. No credit card required. Go to rotowire.com forward slash try.